Get ready. I mean, get ready, 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 ready. Welcome back, Mitties. Guess who I have with us today on the podcast? I am so excited. I have the scholars from the Academy of Dallas Public Charter School, where I serve as their superintendent. I am so excited about what we're going to discuss today, but I want you to get an opportunity to meet them. So please share with them your name and what grade you're in. My name is Lola Mothanigan, and I'm in the sixth grade. My name is Christopher Villegas, and I'm in the eighth grade. My name is Zion Johnson, and I'm in the eighth grade. So we have two eighth graders and a sixth grader. So we have an array of perspectives as it relates to the experience. And the experience I'm talking about is the Natchitoches experience, the legacy of a native son. And I happen to be that native son. I'm Dr. Ross, and I am your host. So let's start talking. And again, this is going to be an organic conversation. I want us to have a lot of fun in doing this. And then later on, I'm going to give you an opportunity to ask Ask me some questions uh, if you have any for me as well. So the first question is, tell me about the experience. Um, just share off the top of your head. Tell me about the experience. I, I would say it was a pretty good experience. That I, I love the fact that I actually got the opportunity to go to Natchitoches, Louisiana, and experience it with some of my classmates and you as well. And also thank you for the opportunity of giving us. Wonderful. Thank you. are welcome. You're so welcome. Go ahead. The Natchitoches trip was a lot of fun. The bus ride, it was very comfortable because the seats got, they go, they went back and they had a footrest in front and the hotel was very nice and we had a lot of fun on the boat and at the farm and thank you for giving us the opportunity to go. My pleasure. Yes, I can agree with both of them. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And it was really nice because it was my first time going out of town, really. And it was very nice to go to someplace new, Louisiana. And I get this. There was a lot of history. Um, the restaurants were really nice. The food was nice. Um, so there's a lot. But really, just thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm so glad. We talk about the food all the time. Louisiana is uh, known for the cuisine. So if you would, just share with me, um, what are some of the favorite restaurants that you, you ate at and maybe what uh, particular food that you had that you enjoyed? I enjoyed the meat pies while we were down there because it was my first time having them. And my mom, she's tried them many times before because they go to Louisiana all the time. But I've never had one. Okay, so the meat pies. I could agree with her. Um, I've never tried or heard of a meat pie, but those were the first and most likely the most delicious meat pie I have ever eaten in my life. <laughs> I third on the meat pie. Uh, I've heard of it, never tried it. it. It was, like, so surprising to taste. Okay, now you had an opportunity to go to Lassie. You had the opportunity to have Lassian's meat pies, and you also had Mr. Rock's. Was there a difference, or they were very similar? What are you? What are your thoughts about that? Too good to tell the difference. 
<laughs> okay. They were pretty uh, pretty much the same, you would think? Yes, but they're, they're really good in general, just the meat pies. Okay, good. So you enjoyed the cuisine. About the boat ride, tell me about that. I understand that you all had a great time. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to attend, but I heard you all had a lot of fun. Tell me about that, that experience. It was amazing. Uh, going on water in a boat. Not, uh, it's my second time being on a boat. And um, we were doing the photography and videography. There were many opportunities to take some pictures, to get the moments and some videos to like go back to and relive the moment all over again. Awesome, awesome. Um, the, the, the boat ride was on Cane River. And it's very, uh, if you know of Nagadish, Louisiana, um, it is the place where Still Magnolias was made. It's a famous movie that we're known for. Um, where we had Dolly Parton and uh, other famous actresses to to play in that particular movie. And um, it, it, it really embodies uh, a community of, of culture and in a climate where people are very welcoming, it's a warm environment, and I hope that's what you all got as you were there. What about you? Any other experiences specifically outside the boat ride that you all enjoyed? I personally enjoyed the the farm a lot because when I was younger, I I was pretty much raised with my godfather because he had a ranch, and I would take care of his chickens, his cows, his goats, sheep, whatever he had. And when we went over there, it just reminded me of that. And just seeing our classmates having fun with the chickens and all the animals over there just like brought a smile to my face. Do you recall the name of the farm? Or the uh, what was it? What was it called? Do you remember? They probably told us like once or twice, but I I don't remember. Okay, it was the Rock Brothers Farm, right? And the the actual speaker was Mr. Tommy Rock. He's also a superintendent. Uh, as well, and he took the time to share uh, with you all about the various aspects of the farm, and it was amazing to find out he had over how many acres. Do you remember? Five hundred. Yeah, yeah. I think it's clo- almost close to eight hundred, if I'm not mistaken. One of the goals for us was to make sure you all had an opportunity to speak with various entrepreneurs and they had a chance to kind of talk to you about their experiences uh, on different levels. Any other experiences that you, you encountered as a part of the Nagadish experience? We went to the movie theater and um, we were being talked to about having your own set. So like when if we had our own business and that's your business. And when people come onto your set, they're doing with you what you say, and you're leading what they're doing. So you have to set the example for them to follow. Right. So that was the, the film festival that you all had a chance to attend on that. I think it was a Saturday you had a chance to attend. And did you all get an opportunity to see a movie or, or a film at that particular time? Or you just spoke with the actual coordinator for the festival? We just spoke with them, but we never watched any movie. Okay. It was very disappointing. I really thought we yeah. were going to watch a movie. Oh, I hate that. Because when we got inside to, when we went inside, you know how there's like little TV screens that displays a movie in the time? Mm-hmm. It showed the new Batman. Yeah. The new oh, Batman. wow. Okay. And we're like, oh, we're going to watch the new Batman. And as soon as we walked in, it was a speech. It was a nice speech, but, you know, we were, like, kind of bummed out that we didn't watch the new Batman movie. Some of us were just like, can we get to the movie? <laughs> 
<laughs> your schedules were so jam packed. We had it was back to back activities, back to back restaurants. I know you all. If, I know I gained weight, so I know you all probably gained weight too with all the food that we ate. Um, you did get a chance to see a documentary on Thursday, and it's a special project for me, you know. And it was um, the woman on the barbed wire. The woman on the barbed wire fence, you know, and that. For me to be able to share that with my scholars, you know, the um, the legacy of my parents with you all was a great opportunity. I can't express how it made me feel that you all were able to come to my hometown, experience the culture, get an opportunity to talk to the different entrepreneurs in the city, but also learn more about me personally or what have you. Share with me your experiences or what are your thoughts about the documentary that you, you did get a chance to see as a part of your practicum? Um, I, I thought that your mom was an amazing person, what she did. I, I love what she did. She helped a lot during around your community, um, around the time when she was here. And I, I really thought she was a nice woman. She like you, like you all said that she always wore um, her beautiful dresses and her hat, and yes, and how she right. helped. <laughs> Definitely. Anyone else? Um, I'm just happy to say that your family has done a lot for Natchitoches, and that their history is known through, mostly throughout Natchitoches. And I found that very surprising, and that you are among them, and you can just go back and be like, "Hey, my parents did that," and stuff. And that inspired me a lot. Wonderful. That's what it was all about, inspiration. The watching the documentary and sitting through it and actually listening and learning what your parents did for Natchitoches and how your father has his own park, that it and it inspired some of us to that we can do anything we put our minds to. And if we wanted a movie theater named after us, then we could have it done if we worked hard enough. Absolutely. I think uh, one of the things that I enjoy was Sunday when my sister actually spoke and she shared with you all about the future, you you know, the next Tyler Perry's uh, or you could own your own studio or you're the next directors or what have you as a part of this program. You know, I find it um, wonderful that you all have an opportunity. And one of the main goals for me as superintendent is to make sure that you all not only have a curriculum uh, or the modules that you have that you go through, but actually have an experience of being able to apply what you've learned as a part of the multimedia program. And you were able to actually videotape and uh, take pictures. And the ultimate goal is to create a documentary of your own to share based upon that experience. Tell me about how it was working with the Alamo Arts Academy and those instructors, because I know the last day it was like uh, pulling glue uh, off a of paper, you know, from you all. You know, it was very difficult for you all to kind of to, to leave or them to leave you all. So tell me about that experience as, as a whole. Um, that's as the only person from this um, whole podcast, I was the only person here that did the videography with Buddy and Patrick. And they taught us a lot about how the camera worked and how to change the brightness throughout, like, inside or outside. If it was, like, darker inside, then we would turn up the brightness inside. And since we would already have the brightness up, so when we would go outside, it'd be, like, too bright where it was white, so we'd have to, like, put it down. But I, but the chance to actually record the places and where we went and eat, 
was a good opportunity. Wonderful opportunity. Great. Great. What about your experiences um, working with them or being a part of the actual production itself? It was a lot of fun um, working with Miss Sarah because she taught us a lot and she was very patient with us. And she also allowed us to use her camera, which was, it was a lot bigger and you could do a lot more with it. And it gave a lot more information about photography because she told us that you could put your camera sideways and you could get another type of angle with it. Uh, with the photography, it was really, really amazing experience. Um, me, I usually take pictures on my phone, and having to actually hold a real camera and find the difference between a camera and a phone camera was really nice. Uh, Miss Sarah, she took a lot of her time to teach us anything we were stuck on with the cameras, or she would get us ahead and tell us something new that we can do with the camera. It was just so amazing. And yes, like you said, it was like pulling glue from paper. <laughs> it was really sad to see them go. And we could have learned a lot more. Well, the opportunity again is coming up. I was excited to get an email that you all were invited. And I don't know if you've been shared this with uh, as of, of late, but I want to share with you that we've been, been invited to San Antonio to participate in a film festival where they will premiere your documentary. And you are a middle school uh, and an elementary school that will be featured um, as a part of that uh, production where typically it's only high school students that participate in this. So congratulations on having that opportunity and having your documentary to be premiered. You know, once it's completed, you will have that opportunity to go and be showcased uh, in San Antonio. So I'm excited to share that with you. And I'm so proud. I'm so proud of the work that you all did because you really took ownership in um, the work that you were doing along with having fun. You know, learning can be fun, but you were serious about the, the, the taking photos and making sure that the lighting was uh, appropriate on the cameras and so forth. And that is what learning is all about. Tell me about what skill sets that you think that you gained as a part of the practicum that you didn't have before. I would say that it, taught us the opportunities for, for maybe in the future if we would decide to pursue in that career, you know, work with cameras or videography, do anything related to that stuff. Um, we already have a head start on learning how to use it properly and what to do with the camera. Yeah, with opportunities like these with Alamo Arts Academy, it's just like giving us some more career ideas that we might do just in case one fails. Oh, well, I couldn't do this. Well, let's try this. And it just gives more and more opportunities for us to try. It gave us a chance to say when I was in the seventh, sixth or eighth grade, my superintendent invited us where he was born and raised, and I learned how to work a video camera. I learned how to take pictures. So um, I can do that. Hand me the camera. I'll do it. You can do it. It gave you the, it gave you the, um, the, the knowledge that you need to feel confident in grabbing that camera or that video uh, uh, recorder or, uh, or, or 
whatever tool or instrument you were using at that particular time to capture that particular moment. And what's so great for you is that you have an opportunity to experience more practicum and more uh, field excursions as a part of the program. So that's great. And as eighth graders, you're graduating and you're going to go to high school. And I'm hoping that you will carry these um this opportunity with you that you were inspired by the campus tour. And we could talk about that. You had a chance to actually tour NSU campus, Northwestern State University. What was that like? How was that for you all? It was really nice. Um, for me, uh, I'm not really looking for colleges right now, but I'm glad in Nacogdoches there's a college that I might be interested in too. And there was a lot there that I feel like I can be connected to, like with the gaming or with, like, the lore and stuff. and It was just a lot. <laughs> um, I'm going to add on to what Zion said. Um, they had their EA Sports section, their their um, their free weight section. They had a big basketball court. I, I, right now, I don't know if I'm going to still be interested in that stuff, but I'm inter- I, mean, I was interested into the free weights in the basketball court. It was really big. They... They had whole sponsors from many places like Subway, Whataburger, um, and I also liked their their mascot, the Demons. <laughs> you like the mascot? Yeah. Okay. They had a pretty nice mascot, which I've never heard about, and overall, in general, I say that the, that the college is a really good college. I like the college as well, and... Being there, it's a really big college, and our tour guide shared with us that he had um, celebrities come to the college and perform for them, like Doja Cat, and he said someone else. The game room was really impressive, and I wish they had things like that in middle schools so we could play games too. I'm going to have to work on that, huh? i got to do a little research and, and, and see how I can incorporate that. So are you all excited about the opportunity to have a studio uh, like this, a media center at the school where you can actually come and produce. And I'm opening up the opportunity for the alumni to come back and support some of our other scholars as well as a part of the media center that we're going to present. Are you excited about that? I, I am, but um, I'm pretty upset as well because we're going to be, as an eighth grader, I'm going to go to ninth grade. I'm going to be leaving the school. Going to college, I mean, not college, high school. <laughs> I, that's okay. You can say college. You're forecasting where you're going in the future. So I, 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 that's all right. High school, college. Yeah, high school, then college. Yeah. I but can just say, um, with what you're saying, yes, we're going to ninth grade. But then again, it gives other opportunities to other scholars. To, to the lower, yeah, yes. to the lower grade scholars uh-huh, that will be so there. They get the opportunities that we get. They probably get to go to next as well and get to meet Dr. Ross. So... It's sad, but at the same time, it gives other people opportunities as well. Most definitely. So uh, let's talk about the um, the book signing. And um, I was able to um, share with you all about what I'm passionate about. And it, it's definitely developing leaders, but also supporting young individuals like you by inspiring you to do great things to let you know that you have uh, great futures ahead of you and that you can do anything that you set your mind to or what have you. Um, what were some of your takeaways from that particular event? In the book signing, you said uh, a lot of words that were just inspiring to me, that like every time I can just feel like giving up, it just sets a trigger 
oh, no, don't give up. Keep trying. I can do it. And I can just keep doing that over and over. How many times I fall, I can just get right back up. So it's just so inspiring for your words and the book that you made. I will read it. I haven't read it yet, but I will get the opportunity to read it. Um, I say that the book signing was a good opportunity to see um, the, like you said, on the cover of the book, there's the red truck and how you said that the red truck actually represented something and it wasn't just a random cover that you wanted to give the book. Because if you wanted to, it could have been like a, it could have been like a brand new truck and not an old red truck. But you just like said how you connected to the truck when you saw it. The book signing, I have read the book. I haven't gotten very far, but it's a good book. And I've really enjoyed it. And I've shared it with my mom and she said the same. And it's, I love how it talks about how leaders are they born or made. And how you brought up in the book that some people, they had nothing, and they came and they made something of their lives and became leaders. And the red truck and the four rocks, how three rocks, they fit, and they're going where they need to go. And it's always that one rock who just tries to get in the way, but they find a way around it. Wonderful. So you took the analogy of the, the, the three big rocks and and. And sometimes you have those obstacles that I that I now use as a part of the presentation that uh, sometimes we have to go around them. Sometimes we have to go over them or what have you. So as intentional leaders and intentional scholars, you are always focused on that journey and where you're trying to go and making certain that you have the tools that you need in order to be successful. And those tools may what change sometimes it depends on what destination you're, you're going or where you're going. If you're going to work on a farm, you may need hay or you may need seeds or what have you that you carry on that truck. Or if you're going to uh, utilize um, building a house, you're going to need tools to build a house. You're going to need wood. You're going to need hammers. You're going to need nails. So in life, we have to make sure on our journeys that we carry the tools that we need to make sure that we're successful. Now, I've been asking you all a lot of questions. Okay, now is your turn. I'm in the hot seat. So talk to me. Any questions that you have um, in general? It doesn't have to be, uh, it can be personal or it can be professional. Uh, Any questions that you have of me? At the church when we gave you your gift, did you like it? I absolutely did. Someone knew that I like candles. Um, As being an intentional leader, you have to be intentional about relaxation and for me, the gift was perfect because when I light a candle and it has the um, aroma, it relaxes me. And sometimes I'm under a lot of stress because I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing by my scholars and making sure they are very successful and I'm supplying them with all the resources that they need to be successful. And um, when I go home, I can look at that and think about you all and the wonderful experience that we had and light it and just relax. I did like the gift. Oh, I was going to ask, was there anything that you stressed about during the trip that wasn't going as planned, but you still got it working? You know, um, I'll be honest. The trip was planned really, really well. There uh, may have been maybe a little, some hiccups with like the rooms at the partic- you know, particular uh, time because we were such a large party. Um, but what we, what we learned as leaders is we have to pivot. And you know what pivot means? Maybe sometimes we have to change direction so you go with the flow. And uh, we were able to go ahead and get 
the rooms taken care of, the rooms clean, and everybody were flexible in their room assignments and so forth. That would be, I would say, the only challenging thing that we had to encounter at that time. And that's just a part of the planning. You can plan and, and, and set everything in motion and think oh, you have all the I's dotted and all the T's crossed, and then something happens. And that's one of the things that, that happened with the room assignments. But we worked through that problem, problem and um, we made it. We, we survived. What about you? What is something that really inspires you today that has happened in the past that just keeps you going on and on and on? The three scholars that are in front of me. And it, absolutely, the three scholars in front of me and all of the, the scholars that I, I, I serve. And I mean that with all honesty. I'm very passionate about the work that I do, but ultimately it's about the students. Any decision that I make, it may be popular, it may be unpopular, but it's always to benefit my scholars that I serve. And I consider myself a servant leadership, a servant leader, because I will sacrifice myself to make sure that my students have the best education possible. Um, and that comes with challenges, some obstacles. And sometimes I have to go around and over and under and or whatever I need to do. But ultimately, any decision that I make is always going to be based on what's needed for my students. So you all inspire me to be greater and to think outside the box and be innovative. That's why the multimedia program came into being, because I wanted you all to be afforded the opportunities that some other students may have had in the high school that wasn't in the uh, middle or elementary school setting or what have you. I want to make sure that you not only learn through um, the curriculum or the modules, but have that experience to be able to apply what you actually have learned. So you all inspire me. Out of all of the food that we ate, which what, which place was your favorite? I won't say a place was my favorite, but I will say what was surprisingly good was the bacon wrap um, apricot. Did you all remember that from last year's? I really like that. But you know what they always say, whatever you wrap in bacon is going to be good. But it was really surprisingly good. And I would never think you wrapping an apricot in bacon would be so tasty. But it had the um, some type of, I think it was like maple syrup or something like that on it that probably assisted with the But that was one of my favorite uh, appetizers that I actually had. And I never had that before from there. So that was really good. But restaurant-wise, I, don't, I won't say I had a particular favorite restaurant that I can think of. Um, right now, the school academy at Dallas is a great school. I would go there back any time <laughs> I can. But unfortunately, I have to go up. That's right. But uh, if you had to, what change would you make to academy at Dallas? Definitely, I would change the facility. Um, uh, try to modernize it even more so. You know, we did some work with the lab, but I would like to do something with the exterior of the facility, you know, to make it more inviting and up-to-date uh, inside and outside. If I had anything um, that I would like to do, ideally. We've done quite a bit of work as far as 
making sure that it's as, as attractive as possible and as inviting as possible. But if anything that I would like to do, I would like to see a more modern facility for the scholars. Yeah, the reason why I ask is because many of my classmates or the other scholars in the school, they want some changes for the school. And I was just wondering if you would accept those changes and if they can just gather them all up and give them to you and see if you can see if they can work. Absolutely. I would love to see that. I know for a fact that what we're going to do is we're going to do a uh, student, parent, and um, teacher survey will be coming out really soon. And definitely I want feedback from you all because that's on, the only way we can get better is through reflecting. You know, the only way we can get better is through reflection. And by having that information, we can make decisions on how to make things better. So constructive criticism is always good, and you can learn from that. So we're going to wrap up. I would like to say I am so glad that you all had a chance to uh, share with the Mitties your experience as far as Natchitoches, Louisiana, and the multimedia program that we are offering not only at the Academy of Dallas Public Charter School, but we're also offering at Bear County Academy Public Charter School. And as always, I'd like to say that the genesis of change begins from where? Within. Thank you. It's intentional leadership.